One thing about mama, she is going to make sure that everyone else is taken care of before she even thinks about treating herself. So if you are looking for the perfect gift to make mom feel special this Mother's Day, make sure you check out the Mega Moisture Duo from Osea Malibu because body care is self-care. Since 1996, Osea has been making clean, clinically proven, seaweed-infused skincare. So this Mother's Day, treat mom to the everyday spa experience she deserves. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GSPP at OseaMalibu.com. Plus, you'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OseaMalibu.com and use code GSPP for 10% off. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. You can wish for it or you can work for it. You got to work for greatness. If you ain't working, you should be working. Let's work. These are the confessions of a workaholic. 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 Episode 141 is all about helping you prepare for a prosperous and profitable year ahead. Every single month, I do a coaching session with my work university students. And this 2021 prep and planning session was so good that I wanted to share it with all of my workaholics. So, Get your notebook ready, take some notes as I share with you my strategies for preparing for the year ahead. If you would like access to the entire video version of this lesson, make sure you check the show notes below. I have uploaded it to my YouTube channel. And while you're there, make sure you like, subscribe, and leave a comment. Let's get into it. 2020 was so damn crazy, okay? So crazy that regardless um, of how much you thought that you were preparing um, for 2020, none of us could have predicted how crazy things um, were going to be this year. However, um, we cannot be discouraged by that. It was literally an opportunity for us to get creative. I feel like 2020 has really shown you what you are made of. Like, are you going to cry about it? or are you gonna get creative? And most of us have accepted the challenge, pivoted as necessary, um, but still progress, we're still profiting. Like y'all have been smashing your money goals. 
So I definitely um, first want to just say shout out to everybody that did not give up, did not give in. Lakeisha then retired herself in the midst of a pandemic, okay? There is definitely money to be made. There are business moves to be made. There are opportunities to go after. My girl, um, Takesha, hold on, I'm away for her audio to join before I shout her out. My girl, Takesha, who is my um, co-teacher for my travel agent training, my lead travel agent, my right-hand man when it comes to my travel business, has been killing it in the travel industry in the midst of a pandemic, y'all. My Keisha's, my Keisha's have been killing it. Takesha and LaKeisha have been killing the game in the midst of a pandemic. And so I just want y'all to stay encouraged because we don't know what 2021 is going to bring, okay? We don't know. We can't predict it. All we can do is try to do our best to plan for it. And so this session um, is going to be centered around helping you kind of wrap your mind around preparing for 2021. Um, this is not really going to touch on preparing personally for 2021, but there is a training um, that's available to you inside of the portal that's all about like manifesting personal things for the year. So I, I recorded it last year to prepare for 2020, but the, the um, content is still relevant. The information is still useful. So if you are looking for a session on preparing, um, you know, personally, then you can definitely check that out. Tonight is more so preparing business-wise, wealth, getting your money together, um, success planning for 2021. So a couple people have already dropped in the chat some of the things that they want to make sure they finish up before 2020 has ended. We're creating courses, writing business plans, finishing websites, um, getting coaching programs off the ground. Bethany says she's launching a 10-week program. I love it. I'm excited for it. Definitely make sure you keep us um, post it on your progress and on any assistance or support that you might need that we can be of for you. Um, real quick though, let me know in the chat, can you see my screen before I get going? Okay, y'all can see it, perfect. All right, so let's get going. I have a special guest that's coming on at the end um, of this session that's gonna share with y'all a money-making opportunity. Y'all know I'm always trying to put y'all on. I'm always trying to plug y'all with my people. And so one of my favorite people in the world um, has an amazing opportunity that I wanted to share with y'all for people who might be looking for a new stream of income. Um, so she'll be on a little later. So I'm gonna go ahead and get to it. So before we even think about 2021, we definitely have to look at 2020. And although we still have 51 days left. Y'all, it's only 51 days left in the year. Although we still have 51 days left um, in the year, 11 and a half months are gone. So if you just take a look, and hopefully you got your notebook out and you can take some notes, but if you just jot down your year in review for 2020, these are some things that I want you to consider. And you can take a screenshot of this um, I'll also upload the actual PDF to the portal. So if you don't get to take notes, if you're driving or something, I don't, I don't want you risking it all. 
um, but I'll upload this so that you can work through this um, later. But definitely think about the goals that you have actually checked off of your list. Um, one great benefit of actually using your planner, shout out to everybody that faithfully uses these planners. One benefit to actually using these planners is to go back through your planner and actually see some of the things you've accomplished. So one of the sections inside of each week is there's a section that says this week's wins, right? So you can literally go back through and look over your year and see some of the things that you've actually accomplished because some of us make it to November, December, and we're like, I didn't really do anything this year. Like, what did I actually do? But you did something you have done a lot you've checked a lot of things off of your list and so in order to kind of energize you and motivate you for the year ahead it's a really good idea to look back and see some of the things that you've actually accomplished as you know just kind of a, an exciting way to look forward so look back at the things that you've accomplished take note of the goals that you have actually completed but also make note of the goals that you need to finish. So y'all have already told me some of the things that you still need to do. Our work is not done. Although we're talking about 2021, we still have 51 days left. So what are some things that you still need to finish? What are some things that may be big goals? They may be things that you can't accomplish in the next 51 days. Although 51 days, you can accomplish damn near anything. But there may be something that... Um, you want to carry over to 2021. I've told y'all this before, but one of the reasons that I stopped making vision boards is because I realized that every year my vision board was looking the same. So what does that tell you if your vision board looks the same every single year? That tells you that you're not really bringing that vision to life. If you want the same thing every single year, that means that you have accomplished nothing. And so in order for you to start planning for um, 2021, you wanna think about what were your goals for 2020 that maybe you thought you were ready for, but COVID came through and said, nah, sis, not yet. Or maybe you thought you were gonna be able to pull off, but you still gotta do a little prep work for. You don't wanna you know, just start the year off, start the year off fresh with all brand new ideas and new goals if you have not accomplished the things that you set out to accomplish this year. At the same time, some of those goals that you thought that maybe you wanted to accomplish in 2020, maybe they're no longer of interest to you. Maybe you have pivoted because of the pandemic and now you have new goals, but you definitely just want to kind of take a look at your goals from 2020 um, and what you've accomplished for 2020 as you prepare for 2021. You also want to take into consideration your lessons learned. So one of my biggest lessons for 2020 um, was, is around digital events. So I have been hosting events for the last eight years, um, and they've always been live events in person. I had never, and of course I've hosted like webinars and you know things like that, but I've never hosted a digital conference um, to the extent that we did the workathon, 2020 has definitely taught me that there are different ways to accomplish the same goal. I I like in-person events, even though I'm a, an extreme introvert. 
I do like being able to come together and fellowship and meet people in real life and, you know, connect in real life. But that's just a, a preference. We were still able to accomplish our goal of um, sharing real good information, sharing life-changing information, even though we didn't get together in real life. So one of the biggest lessons that I learned in 2020 is that you have to be open-minded to different ways of doing things. And just because you are used to doing things a certain way does not mean that that's the only way to do them. So based on the lessons that you've learned this year, what do you want to do more of in 2021? And what do you want to do less of? Now, I'm not necessarily saying that I'm done with live events. We're going to see how I feel when baby boy arrives. Um, but the fact that I've learned that I can still accomplish my goal of just giving y'all great information, which is always the goal with any of my events, the fact that I learned that that's still possible without having to meet in real life, that's definitely something that, you know, is going to be useful and helpful for me in 2021. So just jot down these notes real quick so that you can do a 2020 year in review. If you would like to share in the chat. Thanks, Lila. I'm baking a whole little baby over here, y'all. I had six months today, by the way. Shout out to me. Shout out to me. I'm over the hump, okay? And we're going to be here at the finish line before we know it. But if you want to, thank you, thank you, thank you. If you want to share in the chat um, a lesson that you've learned in 2020 or a goal that you have accomplished that you are proud of, share that in the chat. Again, this has been a tough year for a lot of people. And sometimes just being able to celebrate somebody else's win will help you to get to your next win because you see what's actually possible. Yep. So Lakeisha has been killing it with virtual events, okay? She was my lifesaver when it came to that workathon. Um, and now that's a whole nother stream of income. That's a whole nother stream of income. Okay, Jillian said, I got my resume writing certification. I didn't even start writing until work you. Shout out to you, Jillian. Jillian, make a post um, inside the group because people are always writing in the group that they need resumes. So make a post because I can never remember who does resumes. So make sure you share that. Um, Christina said, I wrote two eBooks. One is a devotional. I love it. I love it. I love it. So people are still accomplishing major things, even in the midst of a pandemic, y'all. Just think about it this way. In case, and I don't necessarily know if this is any of you, but in case you're feeling frustrated or like down on yourself, just think about the fact that we made it through 2020. I mean, let's just pause for the cause and think about the fact that we have survived. This is the craziest year of my life. I mean, I asked my, both of my parents who were born in the 50s, they've both been in the military. Um, you know, they've lived overseas. They've, they've experienced some things, right? I asked my grandma. Have you ever experienced anything like what we've experienced in 2020? And all of them, every single person that I asked was like, absolutely not. This is the crazy, like I've never experienced anything like this. 
So the fact that we have not just survived, but we've still been able to thrive in the midst of all of this craziness, that should just give you a little inkling of hope and excitement for what's going to happen in 2021. Like, I feel like 2021 is going to be so lit because people are tired. I almost cursed, but I'm going to try to keep it cute. People are tired to from 2020. So I think that we are going to literally have like the best year ever in 2021. Personally, that's how I'm looking at things. Like it has to, it's only up from here. You know, it's, it's literally only up from here. Okay. So one thing that I want you to definitely do is create a theme for 2021. And again, we are creating a theme and we're making these plans knowing that God is in control, right? We can make all of these plans just like we did last year. We had our 2020 vision, all of the things we knew we were going to do, and we didn't get to do it. That could happen again next year, but it's up to us to at least prepare and plan for what we want our year to look like, okay? So what is your theme going to be for 2021? What's your theme going to be? What is your theme going to be? Is it going to be centered around your profits? Is it going to be centered around, maybe you're already making money, but now you want to make passive money so you can free up your time. Um, maybe you started a business in 2020, but now you want to um, set up systems in your business. So you, you want to be on automation. Automation might be your theme. Uh, connection might be your theme. Partnerships might be your theme um freedom might be your thing so think about the theme that you want to have for the year ahead for me i wish i had like uh you know all of my answers together the year she won i love it um but if i had to think of like what my theme would probably be it would probably be around like freedom. I'm trying to, y'all want to hear something crazy? Let me just tell y'all real quick how powerful your words are, okay? In February, I hired a business manager, okay? When we had our initial call, like the first time I ever talked to this woman, she asked me what my goals were for 2020. Like, what did I want to accomplish by working with her, by getting my business together, by getting my systems in place? And my exact words were, I want to set up my business in such a way that I can sit down somewhere and have, get married and have some babies. That's literally what I told her. Like, I want to be able to sat my ass down, take care of my kids, and enjoy my man. That's what I want to be able to do. Little did I know what I was speaking into existence, okay? I meant, I didn't mean this year. I didn't mean 2020, okay? I meant, you know, 2021, 2022, something like that. But I literally spoke the words out of my mouth that I wanted to put systems in place. I wanted to organize my business. I wanted to hire the people that I needed to have in place for me to be able to remove myself and enjoy the fruits of my labor. That's what I wanted to do. 
So as crazy as I was, I mean, I must have, it, it, from my mouth to God's ears, right? He said, oh, that's what you want? Okay, sis. All right. Let me show you. Let me show you what, what I got for you. So I spoke it into existence sooner than I really uh, planned on, but I feel like this was the year of manifesting that. Next year is going to be the year of actually living it. So this was the year of like bringing it about, but next year is going to be the year of actually sitting my ass down somewhere. So I don't know what that means. I don't know what that looks like. I haven't sat down, you know, ever. I've never done that before. Um, but that's my theme for the year. Like sitting back and letting my money work for me instead of me out here working for my money. That's my goal. Easy money. Maybe that's going to be my theme. Easy money. One of my favorite affirmations is um, I create massive passive wealth. So maybe my theme is going to be massive passive wealth because I want the money to just rain on you, girl. That's, that's what I'm looking for. Um, but anyway, create a theme for 2021 and remember how powerful your words are, okay? Because that thing came quicker than I thought it would. Okay, so let's talk about money because there's no way you're going to live your best life without having a little bag, okay? You got to have a little bag to live your best life. Not saying money is everything. I don't think I need to say that because y'all already know that, um, but money creates opportunities. Money provides freedom. So what are your money goals for the year? And of course, the entire purpose and goal behind Work University is to help y'all stop living paycheck to paycheck. That's why I put such a such um, an emphasis on making money, increasing your income, because that is how you will free up your time. That's how you will stop stressing yourself out. That's how you'll get to be able to enjoy your family, your friends, do things that you love. It's by creating more income. So I definitely want you to think about your money goal for the year. And then, <clears throat> excuse me. And then if you were on the Black Friday prep session and you remember how we broke down the goal for Black Friday, do the same thing for 2021. So if you say, I want to make, I want 2021 to be my first six figure year. Let's just say that because that's a nice, easy number. Six figures is 100K, right? At least 100K. If your money goal for the year is 100K, how much do you need to make each quarter? Y'all know I'm a teacher. I can't help myself but to give a little, give a little uh, call and response. So what does your quarterly goal need to be if you want to make 100K for the year? Thank you. 25K. I was like, are y'all still here? 25K because there's four quarters in the year. Each of those quarters, you need to make at least 25K in order to get to the 100K. So there are three months in each quarter. Okay, come on, almost there. There's three months in each quarter. So 25K divided by three, $8,333. So each month, your monthly goal needs to be $8,333. You can take it a step further if you want and say, okay, that means my weekly goal is $2,000, little over $2,000. And you can take it a step further from there and say my daily goal is $297. So 
So every single day, my goal needs to be, I need to make $297. Does everybody see what I just did? Does anybody need me to do it again? Same thing if you want to make $50,000. If you want to make $50,000 for the year, your quarterly goal would be $12,500. So all I did was divide it $50,000 divided by four because there's four quarters in the year. This works for me. I'm just giving y'all the, 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 how I break things down because saying my goal is $100,000, that sounds good, but what does that actually look like? If you break down $100,000 to a daily amount of $297, I can envision, I can envision that because I can say, okay, I got to sell uh, one coaching session a day, or I got to sell um, 10 books a day, or I have to sell, you know, like you can literally break down exactly what you need to do each day. And you can have a daily, a weekly, a monthly and a quarterly goal. Does that make sense for everybody? And this, again, this is just how I break things down. If, it, if this is not helpful, then by all means, do, do your thing, sis. Do your thing. The other thing that I want to um, mention, while you're thinking about your money goal, I posted this in the Facebook group the other day. So it's in, I think it was the Free Game Friday post that I did last week. Um, you're welcome, Jillian. This is something that I also want y'all to take into consideration because when we start talking about like not living paycheck to paycheck is one thing, but when we start talking about like creating generational wealth, uh, creating passive income streams, like really wealth building and not just money making, these are the types of conversations and the types of plans and strategies that you want to start thinking about. These are the seven main income sources. There's earned income, profit income, interest income, rental income, capital gains, dividend income, and royalty income. So look over these seven and tell me how many of these do you have? You don't have to tell me which ones, but how many of these income sources do you have currently? Because one of my goals for you is for you to increase the number of sources that you have. Okay, because there's not enough hours in the day for you to work for your money. Did y'all catch that? There's not enough hours in the day for you to work for your money. At some point, the goal should be for your money to work for you. So when we start talking about rental income, that's your money working for you. Capital gains, that's your money working for you. Dividend income, royalty income, that's your money working for you instead of you working for your money, okay? So you can see the example here um, of what each of those would actually look like. This is just one example. Uh, one of my personal goals. So let me tell y'all how crazy my man is, right? Cra crazy, okay? And he's, he matches my crazy because I'm pretty crazy too. In the midst of this pandemic, this man has bought 
11 properties. In the midst of a pandemic, y'all, 11 properties. 11 properties, like paid cash money for 11 properties. We just got our second truck, okay? When I tell you we have the same vision of sitting our asses down somewhere, like really setting ourselves up to be able to have this family and enjoy this family. Other people might say, you know, what the hell, the, the real estate market's about to crash. Like, why would you do X, Y, and Z? But we are trying to think of generational wealth. Like we are trying to think of what we can leave our children. So I mentioned the property thing because when I saw rental income, it made me think about it. But this is one hack that I learned this year that I didn't know anything about. So when I say we bought 11 properties, that sounds like, oh, y'all must be rich. Nah, sis, we working on it, but no. What we did is we have been buying properties from, and all of these properties um, are in Memphis, okay? Each city, well, most cities have what's called a land bank. Okay, I'm gonna put it in the, in the chat. Most cities have what's called a land bank, okay? And these are properties, don't give me the line about how a property ends up there. From my understanding, these properties end up in this land bank because they were like foreclosed on by the original owner um, or the owner died and nobody you know, claimed the properties. But regardless of how they get there, these land banks are a gold mine, okay? So Memphis has a land bank. I know Detroit has a land bank. Chicago has a land bank. I'm pretty sure most cities have land banks, right? Yes, if you go to the Shelby County Land Bank, that's what it is. Shelby County Land Bank. That's the one we've been buying properties from. But there's, again, you can just search and see you know, what you find. Um, but there are literally properties. Some of them are just pieces of land that don't have a structure or a house on it. Excuse me. Some of them are actual houses. Some of them are, um, like I saw a, a, a old daycare center, like some of them are commercial properties, but you can search through these land banks and literally find properties for a hundred dollars, a thousand dollars. I think the most that he paid for one of those properties was like, he might've paid like, I don't know, maybe 20 or 22,000 for one of the properties, but it's like a duplex. Um, and of course they're gonna take work. You know, of course it's gonna be an investment of your time and of your money. But sis, you can't tell me my kid's gonna be like, oh, what, I got a house, <laughs> what? Did your mama leave you a house? Because mine didn't. Mine did not leave me. You know, I, I know she got something in like her life insurance with my name on it, but did do I have any income bearing assets with my name on it left for me by somebody else? Absolutely not. So just trying to do things for the future generations that were not done for me, that's my goal. I'm really trying to build wealth and put my money in places where my money will work for me. So if you are interested in rental income, that is something that you can definitely look into. Okay. Add that to your list of goals 
for 2021. Um, you can start searching now and seeing what's out there, but Memphis is the only one that I can speak on from experience because that is one that we have you know been there and seen the properties and all of that kind of stuff but i do know that other cities have them some other cities require that you um are a resident of the state so i know like the one in chicago we looked at that one but you have to be um an illinois resident so nevertheless rental income is definitely one uh one way to build generational wealth if you are interested in um purchasing a property and doing like Airbnb. We thinking about getting back into Airbnb. Airbnb is stressful as hell. I'm not gonna lie. At one point we had like five Airbnbs here in Atlanta and got rid of every single one of them because it just ended up being a whole lot. Um, but we are literally right now actually looking at another property here in Atlanta that, that would be um, an Airbnb. So I'm all about like, once I learn something good or bad, I'm bringing it back to y'all. I wish somebody would have told me five years ago that you could get a property for a thousand dollars. Like I've had, I got a thousand dollars, you know, like, come on, we spending a thousand dollars on some BS. Um, so as I learn, I will definitely share the information, but that's one little tidbit that I feel like who knew that you could buy properties like this? Like who knew? Um, okay, so um, for each quarter, so again, this is how I plan, okay? You do not have to do exactly what I'm saying. You can, you know, take this information and make it your own, all right? Do what works for you. If your mind doesn't work like this, then by all means, do, you, do your thing, okay? But I like to plan by the quarter so that I can say, okay, in Q1, these are the offers that I'm going to create. Um, these are the marketing campaigns that I'm going to need to put in place to sell these offers. At one point I had, and y'all know I'm like crazy when it comes to all the different things I have going on. I still have a lot going on, but one thing that I've done um, that I'm proud of for 2020 is I've been focused on one thing at a time. So instead of me trying to offer and promote and sell a million different things at once, I have had a focus so that if you see me, I'm only talking about this one thing. Next week, I might be talking about something else or next month, I might be talking about something else. But for right now, I'm only talking to you about this one offer. Like I'm going to drive this one thing home before I move on to something else versus every single day I'm promoting something different because that causes confusion with your audience. That's hard on you when you're trying to plan and prepare and you know create these campaigns. So each quarter, um, having an offer or at least a focus, something that you're focusing on, whether it's your book or your coaching program or you know a challenge that you want to do. Um, and then again, also planning for your marketing campaigns, because if you are like trying to be last minute, you're going to miss out on some money because marketing is like the biggest part of making money, you know, getting the offers out there and letting people know about what you have. And a lot of times your marketing takes more work than like creating the actual product. So you might need photos, you might need 20 different emails that you're going to send out to your list. You might need content 
for your social media. So that takes time to plan for those things. And so if you can plan right now for what each quarter, and it doesn't have to be super detailed, but at least for Q1, know what you're looking at, you know, for that quarter and be able to say, okay, January, I'm going to do this. February, I'm going to do this. March, I'm going to do this. And then, you know, create your calendar around that. I think that's definitely going to be helpful. Any partnerships that you want to put in place and then any investment goals that you have. And again, when it comes to investments, um, these are some things that you can think about. So one of the biggest things that I've learned um, that was really like a mindset shift for me is the fact that it's not just about making as much money as you can, but how are you going to like multiply the money that you make? How are you going to multiply the money that you make? So if you have an amazing month and you make $10,000 this month, of course, part of that is going to go back into your business. You got to reinvest back into your business so that it can keep going. But how much of that can you set aside and put in your real estate fund? How much of that can you set aside and invest in the stock market? Like, how are you going to make your money multiply? That's something that I really, really, really want y'all to start thinking about is not just because back in the day, I would make a bunch of money and then I'm not a shopper. So I wouldn't like go buy a bag or anything crazy like that, but I would make a bunch of money and then go on a vacation. You know, I would make a bunch of money and spend a bunch of money. So really start thinking, how can you, how can you make, how can you multiply your money? And a lot of times that means setting aside a certain percentage until you're able to do X, Y, and Z, purchase a property, invest, you know, X amount of dollars um, into stocks or whatever. So really start thinking about the investments um, that you want to make each quarter as well. And then one thing that I want to um, mention that I forgot to mention, write this down, okay? One thing that I definitely want you to do as well, um, and you can just go on Google and just print out like the, since y'all don't have your 2021 student planner yet, you can print out calendar pages that look like this. Print out a calendar page for each month of 2021 and write in your important dates. Write in your important dates because one thing that we, you know, sometimes fail to do is remember that we have lives outside of our businesses. So before you start planning for your business and, you know, planning out your marketing campaigns, for me, planning out the dates that I'm going to do these live trainings or the dates that I'm going to host a webinar or the dates that I'm going to host an event, I need to make sure my personal stuff is accounted for too. So if you know that you want to take a vacation to celebrate your birthday, put that on your calendar. If you know that you want to go visit your granny around her birthday, put that on the calendar. If you know your homegirl is going to be doing, you know, whatever you have going on personally that is a must-do that you don't want to miss, make sure you put that stuff on your calendar before you start filling in your calendar with all of um, your business plans. Because we are not starting these businesses to enslave ourselves. The whole goal of becoming an entrepreneur is so that we can create freedom for ourselves. Like these jobs are enslaving us enough. 
okay? We wanna make sure that we are still saving time to enjoy the fruits of our labor. It makes no sense if you are working yourself crazy and then you can't even go on a vacation because you've planned so much work for yourself that you can't even walk away from it. You can't even step, a, step away from all of the work um, that you've signed yourself up for. So definitely make sure you take into consideration, um, you know, your personal things too. Be sure to log on to my YouTube channel for the full video version of this 2021 prep and planning strategy session. If you're interested in joining us inside Work University, make sure you check the show notes for the wait list so that you can be the first to find out when enrollment opens. Don't forget, you already have everything you need to get everything you want if you are willing to work. I love you. See you next time. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.